Hello, Colorado. This is John Baird with I Love Colorado Beer. I Love Colorado Beer is your home for craft beer news, events, and behind-the-scenes interviews with brewers and brewery owners. We also have all your beer gear needs covered at www.ilovecoloradobeer.com, including shirts, hats, sweatshirts with a koozie built right in, and much more. You can find our podcasts on our website or on iTunes. Just search for I Love Colorado Beer. Please rate every episode episodes so we know that we are giving you what you want to hear. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Google+, and all the other social media. Just search for I Love Colorado Beer. In Louisville, Colorado, there is a beer festival like no other. This community event brings people from all around Colorado, but the best thing about it is its small-town community feel. The original Pints in the Park Festival is put on by the Louisville Chamber of Commerce, and that is who we have on our show today. They have given us a discount code to give our listeners $5 off of their ticket purchase. Enter promo code ILCB, short for I Love Colorado Beer, when you check out. And now, on to the interview. All right, so I'm John here uh, with Isle of Colorado Beer, and we're here with the Pints in the Park people. Uh, would you guys go around and introduce yourself to uh, our audience? Hi, I'm Deb Caloris. Amy O'Neill. Shelly Angel. Sarah Jamaria. Ryan Knott. Thanks. And so would you tell us a little bit about how you guys decided to uh, establish a beer festival for Pints in the Park? Somebody really smart came up with that idea. I don't know who it was. <laughs> I can't remember who came it up with it. was this really good-looking guy. <laughs> yeah. Really good-looking guy. Was it really young? I don't know what his name was. Yeah, it was. Probably Ryan. Uh, yes. <laughs> I think it was Ryan Knott came up with this idea. He said, what is Louisville lacking? We need a brew fest. And that... And that it. snowballed into, yep, that's what we're going to do. And we had a lot of local breweries popping up in Louisville, too, so it seemed like the perfect opportunity to do that. Yeah, I've noticed there are a lot of breweries in the area. Yeah, the whole area has. And what's so nice is they work so well together that once we put that out, we had 15 breweries within two weeks. Wow, that's a pretty quick response. It was. We were really excited. It was a great event. That was our first one. So 2014 was the first one we did. Yeah, so this is the original Louisville's Pints in the Park. So why did you guys decide to do uh, a festival? What was what went into that decision making process? The community, just the community's good at you know doing events and bringing something that time of year where we didn't have anything. Um, and Louisville's an awesome town to be in, and people like to come out and enjoy the day with each other. And we decided to make it a little bit unique by putting it in one of our biggest parks, so that we weren't in the street and it was. And everybody can walk to it because it's right in the center. It's pretty much center of town, close to. And they have a band show. And it has a band show. <laughs> so would you tell me about the uh, park that it's in? Tell me about that, that space that's going to be held in. The space, what it is now or what it was? What it is now, the park. That, the park. <laughs> um, it's just a big community park that has a big pavilion. Um, big dog park. It's nice big and grassy. Park. Yes, lots and of And wide open space, which gave us a lot of room to work with for all the tents. Beautiful view of the mountains. I and mean, it's, it's a big open space. Yeah, and it's in walking distance of most of the main neighborhood of Louisville and Main Street. So there's a lot of ways to access this park. So how do you guys even begin to set up a festival like this? Wow, that was interesting. First it was a committee. We've never done that before. Um, yeah, it was getting a lot of input from the breweries. They helped us immensely. 
And then we got, for our first year, we got help from the city because we had no idea how to put all the fencing and all that together. And so we just had to walk it off and fenced everybody in. (laughs) So what are some of the logistics that have to go into this? I mean, people are used to showing up and seeing this awesome beer festival, but they don't know about anything that goes on behind the scenes. Would you tell us how that works? Well, there's definitely a lot of coordination. The the committee that was uh, all volunteers, of course, uh, came together with all kinds of ideas. And so for the few weeks... uh, before even etching a time or, or even a location, I think we had to talk about what we were trying to get out of this and what it was going to do for the city. So coordinating that and then everybody sort of taking a, a position on what they could do. Could they reach out to breweries? Could they reach out to food, food truck vendors? What would have to be done with the city for licensing or you know, any of the other things that are required? And did there have to be security and all that? So it was really our, our group. Uh, it's a small committee that works on this. Um, just people taking a lead on something and following through with it and so we kind of project plan and then kind of manage it through there and it started because we are the little chamber we were trying to think of something that would number one showcase breweries which are big business in Louisville and to help the businesses that are in Louisville they went out for dinner afterwards because we're done at four o'clock so they went to all the restaurants we're hoping that was our goal and that as a chamber all the money that we make goes right back into the business community so that was our goal. So not to put you guys on the spot or anything, but there's a lot of different beer festivals in Colorado, and I was wondering what makes Pints in the Park different from the other beer festivals. (laughs) (laughs) I think one of the things we try to focus on is is really truly looking for the smaller craft uh, brewers and looking for those places that are maybe not as recognized. At least that's my goal. I want to look for the ones that are off the beaten path and not just on every single shelf. We've got some really great uh, breweries that have been there that are bigger names and whatnot, but I think it's really important to help some of those other ones that maybe don't have as much visibility, and that was kind of one of our goals. Well, also, like, you see a lot of beer festivals and convention centers and indoor places. It was fun to give people a place to go to outside to enjoy the summer and still be able to do something like that. It just had a very summery and relaxed feel to it. Well, that kind of rolls into my next question. Um, Do you think your clientele for this festival is going to be the same or different from the people that are going to like the Great American Beer Festival or some of those larger ones? <laughs> it's, a, it's a little bit different. We definitely had some professional <laughs> beer drinkers yeah. there. <laughs> but we don't have the, the drunken frat boys at this one no. most of the time. So, you know, there's the people you see at the Beer Fest, the big, you know, JBF with the cowbell around their neck jumping up and down when they've had their, you know, 50th drink. Uh, the people were pretty respectful, and it was, you know, it was more of a, I don't want to say it was family-friendly because it's not a kid's event, but it was absolutely a much more uh, friendly event. People weren't trampling each other for beer, and there was no hooting and hollering if somebody dropped their cup, and, you know, the yeah, stuff the, that happens. the shame the that comes with that. Yeah. <laughs> you don't hear that on the grass. That's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> and the brewers are very approachable, too. I think that's what one of the other things that's different than GABF. If you've been to it or worked at it, you know that a lot of the people pouring the beers are not the brewers. Uh, the brewers are nowhere to be found. It's volunteers pouring the beer at the GABF, and it's the brewers are somewhere else at events and stuff. So in this case, they get to talk to the brewers and uh, you know learn stuff about the beer and maybe the brewing process and you know learn about their tap room if they have one. So. Well, I know this is you guys' second year doing this event. Um, last year, did you guys have any trouble with people that were overindulging with uh, craft beer or anything like that? No. We didn't have it. Not one, not the one that we saw, anyway. No, as a matter of fact, we had two police officers there, yeah. and they were really impressed because they said they didn't have to. There wasn't one problem that we had. Thank 
I've heard a few police officers go to festivals like this, and they said, this is the largest group of happy drunks that I've ever seen. So That's kind of what this was. Yeah. <laughs> and we have food there, too. So that kind of, we have five to six food trucks. So, you know, they can kind of soak up some. So it wasn't just pretzels on the table. You know, it was, there was food and people could get water and there's free water being given out as Eldorado. Free water and there was juice being given out. Yeah, I think it was naked naked juice had a booth so that people who were DDs or who wanted. (laughs) As a matter of fact, one of our food booths this year is going to be in Forgive me, but I can't remember the name. Oh, but she makes cookies with different oh, beers, okay. and then she pairs them, tells you how to pair them with the beer. I think I've seen them at another beer festival, yeah. and that's amazing. Yeah, they were so really cool. good. She you might want to interview her. Even yeah, we could do brewery. that, yeah. yeah. So as of right now, how many breweries are coming? We have 14. 14, 14 committed, but we're talking there's no more. Talking and we're, more. you know, because the event's in August, we're a ways off. So yeah, you still got plenty of time. We're taking yeah. 25 is what we're trying to get. Yeah, we're capping it. Okay, so we hope to have around 25 breweries. Yeah. Do you guys have a list off the top of your head of some of the breweries that are coming? Yeah, I can name them off. There's Crystal Springs, which is where we are now. There's J. Wells Brewery, Liquid Mechanics, Nighthawk Brewery, Odd 13, Oscar Blues, Rocky Mountain Cider Company, which is also Wild Cider, the Post Brewing Company, Wonderland Brewing Company, Gravity Brewing, West Flanders, 300 Sons, Shoes and Brews, and Fate Brewing Company. And that's only as of right now. Between right. when we're doing this interview and uh, when the the uh, festival actually happens, there are probably going to be a few more that'll, oh, yeah. that'll sign there up. Are, yeah, there are ones we're already we, in. And we've had several that have said that they were coming. Yep. We just haven't got their paperwork. Right. These are just ones we have paperwork, so we're com- you know, committed. Sure, but okay. So I know it hasn't actually happened yet, but are you guys planning on doing this a third year? Oh, yeah, uh, for sure. Heck yes. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> that was yes. Oh, yeah. Well, heck yes is probably better answer. <laughs> I'm not going to get <laughs> <laughs> I already warned you guys. I, I'm willing to bleed. Tell us with a Z, man. Hells yeah. Um, so how can people find you guys if they want to buy tickets or find out information, more information about the uh, festival? Well, our website is www.pintsintheparkco.com. And then we also have a Facebook page, and you can find it on the Louisville Chamber of Commerce website as well. So I checked your, your guys' website, and you had a few... Um, specific goals um, for your festival, and one of them was to highlight local businesses. Would you talk a little bit about that? Well, some of the food (laughs) vendors that we have coming are local Louisville restaurants that'll be offering their food there. And some of the local beer uh, brewery places are local Louisville, Lafayette, Erie, Boulder companies. Right, and then we also have a lot of businesses that are Louisville businesses that sponsor all the different things that we have. I mean, the, like we already have Cinnabar will be sponsoring our taster, taster, cup. taster cups again this year. So, yeah, that helps. And we're sponsoring, Marketing Java is sponsoring the photo booth. Oh, yeah, that's right. We have oh, a photo this booth this new. year. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. All right. I'll bleep that out. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's also sponsors for, like, um, I think the tents. the tents and the music and all that kind of Stuff, so. And Eldorado Springs does the water. Eldorado right. Springs donates it's all the great. water. So another thing you guys listed as one of your goals on your website was to give residents something that makes their town unique. And I think that's a little obvious. I mean, you guys can comment on that if you'd like, but that kind of goes without saying that an awesome festival like this is pretty unique and pretty amazing that the, the town is willing to just put something on like this for the residents. It is, and Louisville, like Ryan mentioned, is very community-oriented. 
they like being out with each other. I mean, from the taste of Louisville to the street fair to this, they love being out and about and experiencing these companies. And so this just gives them another avenue to do that. And it, like I said, it's in walking distance for like a majority of their houses too. So they don't have to worry about driving. <laughs> and I think another thing is that since we are a chamber putting this on, that is our main goal is to give back to the community and all that money goes back to the community. So that to us is what makes it more unique. It's not for profit, it's to go back into the community. Well, that kind of rolls back into the third thing that you guys listed as your goal for this festival, and that's to bring people together and to have fun. And I think that, again, kind of goes without saying. Everybody loves coming together as a community and doing something fun like a, an awesome beer festival like this. <laughs> so um, how can our listeners find, or what's the best way for our listeners to buy tickets? Would it be to go to the website? Buy the website. Yeah. Okay. So they should check out your website. And you said you're on Facebook. Mm-hmm. All right. That's, that's great. That's what I had. So I wanted to thank you guys for uh, letting us come in and interview. And uh, we hope that uh, our listeners can come to our website and find a special promotional code, hopefully, yes. that might even... And give them a little bit of a discount on their tickets for entry to the festival. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you very much. And I wanted to give a little bit of a shout out to Crystal Springs Brewing Company, who allowed us to come here and do this interview at their place. So uh, a good cheers to them. <laughs> and thanks to everybody for coming out. And we hope to see you out at the festival soon. Thank you so much. Thanks again to all the folks with the Louisville Chamber of Commerce. We look forward to the festival on Saturday, August 29th from 12 to 4 in Community Park in Louisville, just 15 minutes from Boulder and only 30 minutes from downtown Denver. Make sure to use the discount code ILCB, short for I Love Colorado Beer, to get $5 off your ticket purchase. And head over to ilovecoloradobeer.com to get your beer gear before the festival. Please rate this episode on iTunes and like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash ilovecoloradobeer. If you do, we can keep you posted on festivals and free beer promotions from around Colorado. And let us know where you want us to head next. Just email me at john, that's J-O-N, at ilovecoloradobeer.com. Thanks, Colorado.